0: Hello everybody, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We are not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and I am not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please bear aware that your risk and trading options is substantial, and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we will be using hypothetical computer simulated trades and or results. They are believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and success coach with Locking Your Success LLC, where myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, i'm here to talk to you about or at least i usually talk to you about high probability options trading strategies this is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than depending on price movement alone in order to make money meaning we can often make money whether the market goes up down or sideways now this doesn't mean we're going to win all the time but it does mean we're much more likely to win than we normally would otherwise today i'm going to talk to you about a trading strategy that's a little bit different this is still a very high probability options trading strategy but we're use utilizing option strategies in a way where we are not going to get stopped out in the marketplace and therefore it gives us the time to be right in direction and thus creates a very high probability options trading strategy i think you're really going to love this So the strategy we're talking about today is called the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a trading strategy that we can either use on the SPX or the Russell 2000 index options, or we can also go to the XSP or the the mini Russell index options as well, and we can do it at a smaller size, although we can trade initially with a very small size. So this trading strategy on the Russell or the RUT requires a minimum of between $1,000 and $1,200 to trade. We would have a profit target of 100%, or approximately $1,000, and we would also have an exit loss trigger of 100%, or possibly, as you'll see, maybe even a little bit more than 100%, and we'll show you how that's possible, and... That being the case, since we add, when we put the trade on, we are risking the total amount in the trade. We need to make sure we're appropriately sized for your account and for your risk level when we consider a strategy like this. Regardless, the strategy is extremely effective. So let's first talk about the guidelines for the Super Bowl strategy. And this is a guideline summary. The full guidelines for the Super Bowl strategy are within our GO membership. In fact, the Super Bowl is one of the strategies that come complimentary when a trader enters our GO membership program. So a brief explanation of these guidelines is when the monthly cycle is 65 days to expiration. So this is one of those strategies. We're not using technical analysis. We simply have a date. Uh, in which we enter the trade. So we wait till the monthly cycle is 65 days to expiration. Can you do it on a weekly? Of course you can do it on a weekly. It doesn't really matter necessarily, except for the fact when we look at timing, we want to make sure that we're checking and potentially exiting the trades at the right time increment. So for the purpose of the demonstration, we're gonna use the monthly cycles. So we're gonna say when the monthly cycle, 65 days to expiration, we're going to enter a bullish call vertical in a manner where the total potential profit and total loss are about equal. Now there are some variations in the guidelines to this, uh, particularly when we have certain extreme implied volatility skew curves, which is nothing you need to know to, to trade the strategy, but sometimes it requires a little more risk than reward in the trade in order to trade it. And other times, you can get extra reward and a little less risk. It all depends on the applied volatility skew curves. And currently, these curves are in a manner where we're getting a little less credit than we'd like. But it doesn't affect the strategy. It still works fantastically well. So we'll show you that as we go along. But we're going to enter this trading strategy when it's 65 days to expiration. And we're going to do nothing. That's how complicated it is. We're going to do nothing until the next monthly cycle is 65 days to expiration. If you're in the weekly, you look for the companion cycle is four weeks apart. So we wait till the next monthly cycles, 65 days to expiration, at which point we check the trade. And we see, is the trade up money or is the trade down money? If the trade is up money, if you look down here, if the trade's up money, we're gonna exit the trade. If the trade is down money, we're going to continue to stay in the trade, and we're just going to monitor the trade at that point once every day, near the end of the day. And if trade one becomes profitable at the checkpoint time, we'll talk about the checkpoint time, we're going to exit trade one. Otherwise, we're just going to allow it to expire, sometimes at a total loss, which is where we get our 100% loss. At the same time, we're going to enter the next trade, or trade two. And then we're going to have overlapping trades if the first trade is down money or we'll be in a single trade if the first trade isn't down money. Okay? So let me show you the setup. Here we are. I'm going to start with the March 19th, 2021 monthly expiration on the SPX index. What we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the asset price. The asset price is 38 12 We're going to first start with trying to buy a 20 point wide bullish vertical on the call side and the reason we want to do the call side is because if the trade fails and it doesn't work out uh, we're just not going to exit the trade the call the call options are going to expire worthless and we don't have any exercising involved it doesn't really matter if you use put call put options or call options unless your broker charges you to exercise these put options in the event the trade fails some brokers do so i just like to do the call options it makes it cleaner that way for the people all around the world who have different types of brokers who may get a charge for that so by being in the call option by being in the call options if we exit this it's going to be at a profit i don't mind paying the execution fees on it i'm not going to get exercised cuz i'm going to exit it and If a trade fails and it loses, then everything just expires worthless, and and typically for most brokers, there's no charges in that. So that's why we use the call options. Other than that, it doesn't really matter. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to look here, and I'm going to look at putting this trade on. And... I'm going to take a look at my risk reward ratio on the trade. And if it's not what I want, and I'll, and I'll explain my risk reward ratio in a minute, if it's not what I want, I'm going to go up to uh, 10 points higher which is here and I'm gonna try it again and I'm gonna recheck my risk reward ratio. If it's better, I'll go into my uh, this vertical here. I don't wanna go much higher than this because if I go much higher than this, that really brings the probabilities of this trade winning down quite a bit. So, uh, so this is about as far as I'll go and I'll take the bad risk reward ratio. Now for risk reward ratio, I mean, how much money could I potentially make versus how much money could I potentially lose? So ideally, When we do a 20 point vertical, we would like to have a $1,000 potential profit for a $1,000 potential loss. And that would be called a one to one reward risk or risk reward ratio, however you want to say it. In this case here, we're not getting those numbers. The implied volatility skew curve is off. So the best I can really do is just to risk $1,200 to get an $800 reward. That's perfectly fine. It's not ideal, but the market's giving us what the market's going to give us. There are other times where I can do an $800 risk to get a uh, $1,200 reward. So it evens out to on average uh, one-to-one when you do this trade over a long period of time. As you can see, if you enter this way, if you know what this is, okay, this, uh, if, if those of you who don't know, this is analytical software called Option Net Explorer. We're in the SPX index. These are the options strike prices here. We're buying a 3820, which is represented here. We're selling a 3840, which is represented here. This across the bottom is the asset price. Across the, uh, or, or up and down the right side here is the profit and loss in dollars. This blue line is our expiration line, which tells us the value of the position at any, of any given price point of the SPX at esp- expiration. And this uh, curved line that goes from red to green is a T plus zero line, shows you the value of the position at any given price point uh, of the asset as of today. Now, if you're used to the other types of trades that we normally show you, you'll say, wow, this doesn't look like a high probability trade. If you listen to a lot of people who talk about uh, trading uh, market neutral, they will say, oh, wait a minute, Um, the probability of this trade working out is the the probability on your, or the delta on your short option, which is 47. So I have a 47% probability of this thing working out, which is not true either. Okay, so there's a lot of misinformation out there in regards to options trading, and realistically, there is a metric where they say the probability of this trade or this option expiring out of the money is 47% probability, while that is a statistical probability, it's it's not a reality probability within the context of actually a trading strategy that's working over time. So, and you'll see that when we look at the probability numbers and how they work out. So this is our trade setup. Notice it's also a negative theta, and it is going to require some up movement in the marketplace in order for the trade to work out. The advantage to this strategy is that over time, historically, if you take any given 60-day period, most of the time, a vast majority of the time, the market is up higher than when we started, somewhere between 30 and 60 days into the future. This being the case, that is the edge that gives us the high probability of working out, even though statistically here, we're negative theta, and statistically it looks like that we may not. And again, one of the advantages to this trade here is since we're willing to lose the entire amount, it doesn't really matter how far down the market goes before it goes up. Because the what we call the structural risk in the position is $1,200 in this particular case. And there's no way we're going to lose more than $1,200 if we don't do anything to the position, even if it expires worthless. So that being the case, we have time on our side. We also have a, a trading strategy, for example, called the bull trade that has a where we sell a, where we sell a 10 delta put. We come in here and we sell this put that's way, way out here. And people will tell you statistically that will have a, because I sold a $10 put, statistically it's going to have a 90% chance of winning. And that's not true whatsoever. In fact, this the trade that's the bull trade that where we sell the 10 delta put and we buy a put to cover it, that, that, that trade, the actual effective win rate on that trade with the 10 delta put is actually about 75%. The win rate on this trade, where we're doing the call at a 47 delta, the actualized historical win rate is 87%. So this is actually a higher probability trade, despite what theory tells us. So speaking of that, let's take a look at what the actual rates are. So if we look at our slideshow here, this is a Super Bowl historical statistics and probabilities from 2011 to current time, which is approximately 10 years. And I have data back on this till 2006. And the data from 2006 till 2011 is similar. Uh, It's just that the software I have only tests back to 2011. So from 2011 to current, we've had 127 trades. Our total return in that period, trade for trade return, has been 2,368%. That's Huge. We'll tell you why we need to correct that amount, but that's huge. Uh, We have an 87% win rate. The maximum consecutive wins in a row is 31. So if you're looking at monthly cycles, that's almost three years of wins in a row. Everything has positives and negatives, right? So the negatives to this strategy is the average loss tends to be 2.7 times our average win if you go out and you do the calculations. Also, you tra- your trade side must, size must be small. So if I have a $10,000 account, I can't do this trade with $10,000. Well, I could do it with $10,000, but that probably wouldn't be very beneficial to me because I'm risking everything. So if I have a uh, $10,000 account I want to preserve that account, realistically, I should be trading maybe one-tenth that size. So if I have a $10,000 account, I should be trading maybe $1,000 uh, on that. So, a drawback is you have to trade a small size relative to your account size to maintain reasonable risk management. So, here are the numbers from the actual one software report 87% winner. Well, put it this way 127 trades, a net profit over the 127 trades is going to be $23,684. I figure our planned capital at $1,000 even though sometimes it's 1200 and the reason I do that is because most of the time you can do it historically for around a thousand dollars plus we're only trading one-tenth the account size so it doesn't really matter if I put 1200 dollars or a thousand dollars in the trade That's perfectly it doesn't it doesn't really matter and not only that it doesn't matter if I overlap trades because that means I have $2,400 of my account utilized and I still have $7,500 useful so so that's the way I'm determining our uh, returns but this is what we have 87% winners 13% losers. Our winning dollars is 71%. Our winning dollars is, is 29%, or losing dollars is 29%. Our winners are less than our losers, and this is where the 2.7 times comes in. Our largest win is $856. Our largest loss is $1,119. Our average days in trade is 30, uh, for our winners, is going to be 33.27 because most of the time we're out of the market when we enter our second trade. When we lose, we're usually in the the market the whole time. So that's going to be about 60 days. So our average losers are in the market for longer. And our max consecutive wins is 31, max consecutive losers is three. As you can see, this is very, very impressive statistics. All right, so let's go into the trade and we'll show you how this works. So this is an, an extremely simple strategy. I already showed you the setup. I'm 65 days to expiration. I'm in my March 19th, 2021 expiration. I put my uh, uh, 20 point wing uh, bullish vertical in the calls, which is a debit vertical. And essentially, I do nothing until my next monthly cycle, which is our April cycle, is 65 days to expiration. So I literally do nothing here for what is it, 30, almost 30 days, like 28 days here, 65 to 93, so like 28 days, so I literally do nothing, I don't check the market, I don't worry about anything, it doesn't matter how far down the market goes, I'm planning, if I take a loss, I'm planning on taking the whole loss, so I don't have to worry about stopping out, I don't have to worry about market gaps, I don't have to worry about market crashes, I just wait until April is 65 days to expiration, so Let's see what happens here. So here I come in, and April's going to be 65 days expiration, I believe, this date here. No, this is actually going to be this date here on the 10th, I guess. All right. So here I am on the 10th of February. I've gone, in this case, about 28 days. It's, it's about 28 to 36 days, depending on how the cycles are put together. So here I am. And I've done nothing that whole time period, the whole 28 days, I've done nothing. I come back in and I say, oh, wait a minute. My April options here for my monthlies are 65 days expiration. I wonder how my trade's working out. So I come here and I see that I am up money. I'm up $298. Wonderful. I close the trade. Had I been down money, I would stay in the trade. Whether I'm up or down money, what I'm going to do is I'm going to enter the following trade. So I'm going to come in here and I'm going to enter my April trade, 65 days to expiration. And uh, I have the exact same setup. My implied volatility skew curves are are still kind of wacky. I'm a little bit, I get a little bit better risk reward ratio here, but I'm still at around 1200 to 800. You can see I am about 10 to 20 points over my law my uh, asset price here with my long strike and in this case I'm like 51 delta and I'm still negative theta and I enter the trade from this point I do nothing until my May expiration which is now at 100 days so that's going to be what 35 days so I do nothing for 35 days and I'm going to check, In 35 days to see whether this trade is up money or down money. So let me go ahead. To. This date here. Which I believe is going to be 65 days. For our May. And it is. If I take a look here. It's now a month later. It's Wednesday, March 17th. I take a look at my position, at my checkpoint time, and I say, oh, look at this. The asset price, or the trade, is up $243. That being the case, I'm going to exit the trade. Again, had the trade been down money, I would stay in the trade and wait to see if the trade got profitable in the remaining 30 days in the trade. But in this case, it's already profitable, as it is in most cases, by the way so i'm going to exit this and i'm going to do the same thing i'm going to enter my may cycle when i am 65 days to expiration this case here you see that i'm getting even a better risk reward ratio so the market implied volatility skew curves are changing a little bit in my favor now i'm only at about 1100 i have about a 900 potential profit but the setup's still exactly the same. I happen to be at about a 46 delta, uh, still negative theta. What do I do from here? Well, I wait until my June cycle is 65 days to expiration. This is going to be less than 30 days. It's going to be about 28 days in this case. So I come in here. I do nothing until April, I am hmm, going to guess it's the 14th. So April 14th, and this is what we look like on April 14th. I come in, I check my position, I say, hey, look, my position's up money, it's up $533. Therefore, I'm going to exit the position. So I exit the position. Had the position been down money, again, I hold the position and wait for the next 37 days to see see if at some point in the next 37 days, my position is actually up money. And either way, I come over here and I'm going to enter my June expiration here. So let me show you the June entry. And you can see I'm still at about $1,100 risk, about $900 potential reward. You can see my setup's exactly the same. In this case, I'm about 46 delta, not that that matters. And I'm a little bit negative theta. At this point, that's the last trade we're going to... Well, actually, let me just show you the June trade, although I may show you the June trade in a future winning trade. But I'm just going to show you the... uh, go to the entry date for July. So this trade, I do nothing until uh, my entry date in July, which is about, what, uh, 28 days into the future. So I come to May... I believe 19th, let's see what happens here. Nope, I come to May 12th and I take a look at my June trade. Oh, my June trade's down money. In this case, I'm not gonna exit my June trade what I'm going to do now is this is where things get really active, right? <laughs> I've been checking things one, essentially once a month. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to check this on a daily basis to wait and see if at some point. The market happens to pop up and get par- positive profit and loss. At this point, my objective is to get out of the trade without a loss. It's no longer necessary to make money. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to enter my June trade. I'm um, sorry, my July trade. Because my july trade 65 days expiration and now i'm going to have an overlapping trade and i'm just going to wait and I'm going to check this each day at my checkpoint time, and I'm going to exit this if this gets pro- positive profit and loss at all, which this does go, go positive profit and loss in the next few days. And like I said, I'm going to show the June trade, and the June trade did end up as a win. I'll show you what the win was when we show you the uh, trade results. I just want to point out that sometimes you are down money, and it takes a little bit of time to see if it comes back. And most of the time when that happens, We do actually get profitable at some point in the next 30 to 37 days. And we can usually take this off at at maybe a small profit or a break even. Sometimes we take the loss, but it's very seldom. So that is uh, what we have. So this is so simple and it's so easy to manage and so hands off. But how does it perform? Well, let's take a look at our slideshow here this is the Super Bowl performance for 2021. January had a 51% return and this is this is figuring a $1,000 planned capital. So 51% return in January, a 36.1% return in February, a 29.6% return in March, 24.1% in April, 53.1% in May. The March, April, May were the trades we just showed you. You can see how simple they they were. And then the June trade, the market did come back in the remaining 37 days. And we did end up exiting this at a 6.1% profit. Absolutely fantastic. How did we do the year before? 2020 with the big COVID crash and, and the crazy market conditions that so many people had trouble with. Well, in 2020, we did lose a trade. We lost the April trade, and that was a minus 107%. And it's a 107% because, again, the implied volatility skew curve was weird, and therefore we had more than $1,000. Our plan capitals were we're determining our profits and losses off $1,000. And since we sometimes have a little bit more than that in the trade, then sometimes we can go slightly over. So we had a 107% loss, which is why we have to trade size properly, right? But other than that, we had a 59.3% win, a 59.1% win, a 51% win, a 15, a 13, a 56, a 27, a 47, a break even in October. That's one of those months where we were down money when we put on the next trade and then we, then the trade came back enough to pull it off at a profit or pull it off at, at a break even or slight profit. And then our November was up 27.6. and then our December was up 51.1. So out of these 12 months, we won 9. Out of these 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 months, we won 6. So that's winning 17 out of 18 months on a simple strategy where we only check it once a month and supposedly has only a 40 to 50% chance of winning, when the reality is it's actually 87%. So a simple powerful, profitable trading strategy, one of the many benefits of our FIT program within the Guidelines Options membership. So if this type of trading and this type of performance is something that appeals to you, I invite you to join us and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great trading strategies as they unfold during our weekly trade update webinars called Options Trading for Income within our GO membership. Also, come over to TheWinningTrade.com and learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and explore past winning trades. And also, you can sign up to receive access to free bonus material as well as our trading success blueprint. And perhaps best of all, you can also check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket your results regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything you'd like to see on the next winning trade, please make sure to comment on the video below and I'll answer your questions for you personally. Thank you for joining me and I hope to see you on the next Winning Trade.